Welcome to Faith and Freedom. We hope to inform, inspire, and encourage you to stand up for faith and freedom as we discuss victories and challenges in the courts, in public policy, and in the culture. Faith and Freedom is brought to you by Liberty Council, a litigation, education, and policy organization. Join us now as we address the latest cultural issues across America and around the world. Piercing the darkness with God's light. We're going to be talking about some amazing events that occurred this year and their impact on future generations. I'm Matt Staver, founder and chairman of Liberty Council. Joining me on Faith and Freedom is Holly Mead. Well, Matt, it's been a very busy year, but we have been, we praise God that we've had some great victories this year. We've had some incredible victories in 2022. In fact, it's probably been one of the most significant years, particularly at the U.S. Supreme Court, in our history since our founding in 1989. Which is amazing because you think about what's going on in the White House and the Capitol Hill, but yet God is prevailing through these cases. <laughs> well, we won a unanimous U.S. Supreme Court ruling where all nine justices agreed that censoring the Christian flag in Boston was religious viewpoint discrimination and a violation of the First Amendment. You know, the city of Boston, they continued to press this case and the judges in the lower court, they got all hung up with the fact that, oh, there's a Christian flag flying on a flagpole at the very seat of government in Boston. Yeah. Oh, that looks like Boston is just now endorsing Christianity for the general person coming by. But okay, so what about the next day or the day before when the same person walks by and up on the same flagpole is the flag of communist China? Does that mean Boston has now all of a sudden become taken over by communist China? Mm. And then the very next day, maybe the day after, now you have a flag that's up on the same flagpole. And it's not communist China. It's not the pro-Mao Zedong right. revolution. But it's the anti-communist China by the other group of Asians in Boston that want to go back to prior to the Mao revolution. They want to go back before communism came into being. And so you're thinking, well... One day, Boston is communist China. The next day, it's anti-communist China. Would the real Boston please stand up? Yeah. Well, no, I mean, what that is, it's a public forum. <laughs> right. Anybody go to a public forum? Anybody see that it's individual voices? They have LGBT flags. They have other countries' flag. But, oh, no, not the Christian flag. Yeah. Does, does Boston endorse Cuba? How about Turkey? Now, yeah, obviously, Boston, in terms of their city council, they probably do. I um, have no doubt that they support the pride and the LGBTQ yeah. and all that. But when it came to the Christian flag, it wasn't a problem with the flag, which is interesting. You know, I thought that they would make a big deal over the symbols on the flag. They didn't even look at the flag. The, the city official didn't even look at the flag. They didn't care about the image on he the flag. He just said the word Christian triggered him. <laughs> yeah, and the reason why is they would really put themselves in a in hot water if they said the images because if you go look at the images on turkey well it's the crescent it's the islamic symbol if you go look at the symbols on some of the other um, flags it's um, other kinds of religious symbols like bunker hill flag <laughs> bunker hill looks like an identical flag you put them side by side and there's only minor differences one is blue bunker hill the christian flag is white mm -hmm. Same big red cross on the left upper corner. And the Bunker Hill flag adds a pine tree. 
a symbol of liberty. And that one's flown on Boston City. And that one's fine. So if you would say uh, the flag itself is a problem because of the symbol, then you'd say, well, what about Bunker Hill? Which is what I said before. They've flown Bunker Hill. They don't have a problem there um, with that. The lower courts kept saying, but they haven't ever flown a religious flag. Yeah, these other flags have religious symbols, but they didn't fly a religious flag. Of course, that's all irrelevant. And finally, we got some clarity at the U.S. Supreme Court, and they got it. Yeah, it's hard to believe. It's Next month will be a year, you argued, in front of the Supreme Court. I on know. On that cold January day. On January 18, <laughs> 2022. That was, that was an amazing day at the U.S. Supreme Court. We had to go in. Anita and I, the day before, to get a COVID test because mm. there was nobody allowed into the courtroom except for the arguing counsel and one other and the justices. And then there were some media people um, that were there, but a small number that were there. So you had to get the COVID test. And I remember it didn't come back that it was negative until 3 o'clock in the afternoon on Monday, January 17. And... You know, you're thinking, you're preparing. You don't know whether you're going to be in the courtroom or out of the courtroom. Yeah, you would have had to do it talking via technology, by, right? Yeah, you'd have to be doing it by cell phone. They said the preference would be is if you can't go in, you need to do it on your speakerphone via That's yourself. The same, yeah. And Sotomayor didn't, she wasn't in the court, too, because of the COVID. No, she thing. wasn't in the court because... Um, she was afraid. She did not want to sit beside Gorsuch, who did not want to wear a mask. And they probably since taken the mask off I would imagine yeah they don't yeah but at any rate it was it's nearly a year since mm -hmm. we had that and going to the Supreme Court it was an awesome experience I'll never forget any moment of that time mm -hmm. and then standing up um, and opening your mouth for those first words Mr. Chief Justice may it please the court mm -hmm. you know and going into the opening statement and then uh, the first one to ask questions uh, was, um, you know, the chief and, and uh, Justices Thomas. Those were the ones that would open up, and, and then it would go through the next ones through seniority. But the argument went very well. And I think the really amazing thing was the city did not hide from the reason why they censored it. It was not about the flag itself, the symbol. It was about how Hal Shirtliff viewed the flag, which is really incredible, on the application, which, you know, how many people walking by, I mean, think about this. Their argument is, well, someone walking by, they're going to see this flag, and they're going to think, oh, the city is now endorsing Christianity. But the only reason why they would be thinking that, according to the city, is because Hal's statement of the application referred to it as a Christian flag. That's what it's called. So are they going to go, now they're walking by, let me go check the application. Oh, it's a Christian flag, so the city's endorsing Christianity. But they're going to be walking by and see the same thing, and they go and they look at the application, and the application says, oh, it's a Camp Constitution flag. I guess the city's not endorsing Christianity, even though that's a Christian flag. I mean, it, as convoluted as that sounds, that was the city's argument, that the reason why they censored it is because of the word Christian on the application. So the legal issue was very clear. They censored the flag solely because of Hal Shirtliff's Christian viewpoint as expressed, not in the flag itself, but on the application. 
But if but I walked by and they're and they have the communist China flag, then I would I assume that they're endorsing communism. I guess you'd have to go look at their application. It's crazy. But even <laughs> if you looked at their application, they didn't have a problem with anything that would be, quote, non-religious. You could have the most controversial thing as long as it was not religious. Their point was, we will not accept anything that is religious. And we're not going to make that decision based upon the actual flag itself. We're going to make that decision based upon your perception, your viewpoint of the flag. So consequently... The legal argument was quite clear. It wasn't convoluted. It was very clear that their whole point was they were targeting Christian viewpoints. So coming out of that particular um, hearing, I remember Anita and I walking out of the court, and uh, Roger Ganim and Harry Mihet, uh, who were not allowed to go in because we weren't able to bring in extra counsel, they were waiting. Also, Peggy was outside they waiting. They listened to it live, yeah. And they listened to it uh, outside of the court. Mm. And I just remember saying, you know, that the argument went very well. Yeah. And I mean, we felt that we were going to get a, a really big victory, 8 to 1 or 9 to 0. I predicted 9 to 0, but at least 8 to 1. Yeah, I remember Justice Thomas brought out the point that, you know, it's the it's supposed to be open to all, but yet you're not really opening it to all. And then, what was it, Breyer and Kagan said, why haven't we settled this? This seems like a no-brainer. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And then uh, Kagan even said, seems to me, you know, flags go up, flags go down, and but then you don't want this one. Seems like this is... Uh, uh, issue with the First Amendment, end of story. Yep. And it's like, okay. You lose. Uh, we gonna, win. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Not hard to predict uh, how that vote was going. And uh, But the implication of this case, Holly, this year mm. is so much bigger than a flag. And it's just such an amazing blessing to be a part of this Absolutely. case. And so many uh, of us here at Liberty Council and all those people who prayed, so many people who prayed and donated for this flag uh, case, uh, thank you for your prayers and for your work and your support, because this has an incredible impact. We'll unpack this uh, through the rest of the year in terms of the impact of this case on other cases and overruling even a 1971 terrible precedent called Lemon versus Kurtzman. For more information, go to Liberty Council's website, lc.org forward slash flag. That's lc.org forward slash flag. You've been listening to Faith and Freedom, brought to you by Liberty Council. We hope that we have motivated you to stand up for your faith, family, and freedom. Get informed and get involved today. Visit Liberty Council's website at lc.org, where you can obtain email alerts and other information to keep you informed and involved.